You found it, the home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 118, the American Reichstag Fire. It's the name of the episode. I have Jake Lang back on the show for you today. Had a good conversation with him, but they limited, as you know, in the uh, political prison, the, the gulag that he's in. Uh, he wrote a new book. He's in the process of, of uh, I guess, well, you'll find out in the interview, but uh, called Patriot Prisoner, and we'll talk about that. Um, I've also got a, a little bit of an update on Breaking the Oath. If you haven't seen that yet, that came out. And, man, it's been a great week. There's been a lot of feedback. There's a lot of requests for interviews and stuff. So I appreciate all your support. And if you're just joining me for the first time because you found me through Breaking the Oath, I welcome you to the Patriot Review, and it's great to have you on board. We talk about a lot of issues here, and we uh, have maybe some topics that other folks don't have, but we have a different format as well. We don't do the the real brief interviews of seven minutes and, and those sorts of things. We do long-form interview. It's a Sunday night. It's a more casual type of conversation. That's why I wear a goofy hat, and I'm not in a suit and tie like some of the other guys. I want you to to really feel comfortable in watching the show. And, and today's show, in addition to Jake Lang, first of all, happy Memorial Day weekend. Um, I got quite a bit on that, and I've got some video that I've shown before, but it's really kind of a roller coaster ride. And we, as a nation, I think we kind of forgot, as we have with all the other major holidays, right, especially if they're, they're Christian holidays, we forgot what they're really for, what they're really meant to be. It's a party. It's a grill-out weekend. It's, it's go boating and, and that sort of thing. And that that's 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 fun, but that's not what it's about. So we're gonna we're gonna bring the focus into what it's about. We're gonna also do some compare and contrast to um, why we as patriots are having kind of the problems we are as far as uh, you know, honestly, the the depression and the the um, the the feeling of loss over what our country is today versus what it once was. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that, and particularly. In, in a couple different ways. So we'll get to that, though, in due time. So first I want to just say, again, welcome, and hopefully you're having a good weekend, a safe weekend, and I'm glad you're here. We're going to start with uh, Mr. Jake Lang, and I'm going to show his interview, and I'll be back shortly after that. I'd like to welcome back to the Patriot Review Mr. Jake Lang, who is the author of Patriot Prisoner and still sitting in the gulag Jake is one of the one of the original J Sixers that I think was was um, interviewed probably before a lot of other people and is a God fearing patriot, America loving gentleman who just has been through hell. And uh, Jake, welcome. It's really good to hear your voice again. Thank you for having me on, brother. And uh, you're being far too kind with your description. I'm just another American. Well, you have an awesome, you have an awesome outlook. You know, I, the first time that you and I talked, it's been a little while now. The time goes so fast, but you know, in my opinion, <clears throat> I don't know that I would have this. The, honestly, don't know that I would have the strength you have, and the the just the sheer tyranny that's going on in, in all aspects of America and the in the government, the the really the 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 tyrants, the dictators, that the fascists that have 
taken over not only our government but the, all our institutions. It's it's maddening, and it's you know it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, and the only thing that saves me is knowing that God is control and that I have a lot of other patriots such as yourself that have the same vision for what America is supposed to be. So, you know, if, if there's any, um, if there's anything that, I, you know, I think that we do have in common, it's, it's that. Amen. Um, so, Jake, you you uh, have written a book from prison, which is called, as I said in the opening, Patriot Prisoner. Uh, the subline is 24 months as a January 6th political prisoner. And uh, I'd, I'd love for you just to share with us, you know, what what you focused on, your main theme, what you um, are wanting people to really come to um, come away with from reading the book. Uh, the American patriots are going to respond. We're going to defend. 
January 6th, what I saw, what I experienced, every single um, time I got struck in the face or the, or the head and gashed over my metal baton and it was chemical gas and, and uh, tear gas and all these um, different weapons they used against unarmed American citizens, I don't hold anything back. And um, we have the first chapter out right now as a teaser um, that I put out on Gateway Pundit a while ago. Uh, but if everybody wants to pre-order the book and read the first chapter, that you go to uh, PatriotPrisoner.com and, uh, and click there, and uh, you can pre-order the book. That helps support uh, me and all the work I'm doing uh, for the January 6th Legal Fund, um, which is another organization that I've headed up. Um, and a lot of the proceeds of the book I'm um, using directly to help out the January 6th family members and the legal fund, and uh, you know, everything I do, basically, I just pour back straight into the so uh, your donations and your uh, pre-orders are super appreciated. Um, it goes to, uh, uh, I, I would say one of the one of the tried and true causes here in America that uh, you know where your money's going to. We're 100 percent 100 percent transparent in everything. So um, go to patriotprisoner.com and pre-order, and uh, you'll never ever hear a story like this one. Um, I guarantee, as long as you live. story of January 6th. Battle on, uh, on the Capitol steps, all the way to the, the many, many years of solitary confinement and abuses in the prisons and the interrelationships between me and all the other uh, Jan Sixers and uh, the moving around to different prisons, prison ministry, uh, which God has blessed me with being able to baptize in the name of His Son, to add many young men to His kingdom, and um, the perseverance that He's put in my heart to you to make documentaries and podcasts and, and all kinds of uh, adventures and uh, from, the, from these prison men that have been really successful, God, especially with that. And uh, you'll get everything. So that, that's my awesome. goal. It's full story, man. Ain't nothing held back. That sounds awesome. And again, it's patriotprisoner.com. You can check it out. You can go uh, pre-order the book there. What is the uh, what is the firm date for release, Jake? Well, and my trial was just supposed to be, so this is part of the, the breaking, you know, uh, stuff that I came here to talk to you to be May thirty first, and so I didn't want to release. Raising battle. I'm losing you there. Um, so I had. No, especially for especially for the trumped up ridiculous ridiculous charges. Yeah, so so you cut out there a little bit, but what you what you said, I want to make sure people understand, is that you you have um, a trial possibly coming up in October, October thirty first, and you are deciding whether or not to uh, write the stories ending after that or not. So you're you're deciding whether or not you're going to release the book. So certainly update 
you know, me here at the Patriot Review, and I will update my viewers. Um, you know, we're all we're all still praying for you. Uh, we haven't forgot forgotten you, so I hope you don't ever feel like we have. Um, you know, uh, the first time I interviewed you, I had you end with a prayer, and I'm going to ask you to do that. So I'm going to ask you now how much time you have for us. Um, So um, why don't we why don't we end with a with a prayer and include uh, include all Americans you know because we're I think we're all going through PTSD so. my pleasure of course and um it's it's a terrible injustice what um what is happening to not only the j6ers but what they're doing with the covid shots and what they're doing with the protocols and what they're doing with you know violating our free speech rights and how they're complicit in with the social media companies and it's just um at times overwhelming but Jake is a obviously just 
uh, a, a person who gives us strength just by his example. And I know there are a lot of stories behind J6, and I know that there are uh, personalities involved, and not every personality kind of meshes with the other personalities. And I'm speaking particularly about, you know, the J, J6 families and stuff. And for me, you know, everybody has a voice, and it's important to hear the stories, and it's important to, to share and spread the issue itself without regard to any of the uh, politics behind the scenes. I'm, I'm talking more about just the, between the families and the content creators and everything else. There's, you know, there's always drama to some extent. And I think that we, we have to unite and we have to pull together. And I think that uh, the spirit of what Jake was saying and the prayer uh, is, you know, is something that we all, uh, we all can draw strength from. So it's a great honor to talk with, with Jake, and I hope to someday meet him, and I hope that day is soon. We'll be right back. So that's the interview. It, as you notice, was very short because the prison doesn't give you a lot of time to talk on the phone, evidently, and the, the connection I have to apologize for again. Now, I've since bought just a little, a little uh, device that will allow me to plug my phone directly into my soundboard, which is something I thought I already had, but so real important to talk about my last point there that, um, you know, obviously we, we, we have to, we have to address what's going on with our politics, with our political system. And this is really the, a system, a symptom of the disease that we have, this whole J six event. I mean, this was the American Reich dog fire. I call that that name because you know, back in the uh, 1920s and 30s when the Nazi party was fighting to get a majority, they used the Reichstag fire to blame on Jews, basically. Just like this, we're finding out how many FBI agents were part of this. We're finding out all kinds of things. I'm going to show you two videos, one of which you've probably seen several times. One I haven't seen on any other show, and it, it may be out there, but I, I show it on occasion. Um, and you know, what it shows is that in what we should, we should be having alarm bells in our head saying, um, yeah, no, this doesn't smell right. And I talk a lot about this lately, especially when, you know, we're going to breaking the oath and, and how all these things are really interrelated and they're all part of a, a web and the COVID is one strand of it. The injections is one strand of it. So even within the issue of COVID, there's several webs here that are purposely being undertaken to to reach this globalist goal. And if you don't believe that, then, you know, you haven't been doing your homework. And I, I'm going to show a, a brief uh, section of interview from Blood Bunny. Um, on, oh, it was on with Vem Miller and, and um, Scott Shara and I, who's in the film Breaking the Elf. It's about, it's based around his daughter Grace's death. But, but anyway, all this to say this, that... We do all have to unite that there are those people in the population that are just going to never come around. But instead of fighting with them or fighting them to come around, which they never will, we need to spend our energy and time in doing something about um, changing this. And, you know, if, if they can never be brought around, they can never be brought around. It's, it's we're, we're spending too much time, I think, in the infighting and backbiting. And I think people are starting to realize now that, um, you know, we do have to, to work together to achieve something. So 
So there's a lot of this media out there now. People are turning to people like me because they know that they get nothing but propaganda from the regular media to include Fox now, you know. I mean, Tucker Carlson, it came out this week that he was really actually canned as part of the settlement with, uh, with you know, that machine company that you can't mention or they sue you, right, in um, the Dominion machine. <gasps> yeah. So that's what came out this week. And I think Jake hit it right, too, when he said that um, – it really is only one person or one, there's only one entity that's going to get us out of this, and that's God. And, um, you know, he made a specific point not to say, to say not Mar-a-Lago. Now, what we can pray for is that um, our president, you know, is following the path that Jesus would have him follow. And, you know, I think that's that's great, but I also think he makes a good point in that you can't, you can't go on thinking that, you know, it's just a person that's going to, going to make this all go away because nobody truly is that that powerful to make this all go away so it takes us all we all have to be in on it and realize i'm spending a lot of time on this but i think it's important so that said i do have a video and this one is back to january 6th because i want to point out a couple key things that you probably already know but i just want to show them because i think they're important to show the first one is the one that people that I haven't seen elsewhere, and I haven't seen a lot of people, you know, like I said, a lot of shows. I haven't seen any shows besides mine that show it. So take a listen to this, and then I'll be back to comment. And one marked state trooper vehicle, two black SUVs. There's three state vehicles, state trooper vehicles escorted, four Antifa shuttle buses right here front center. There was actually five vehicles total. There was three up front, two in the back. They escorted right here, waited for them to get off their buses, and they had the state troopers unloaded and took their positions. Watch. There's the that guy. He had his lights on. They were coming. And then there's the ones up front, too. They escorted. And each one of those buses are labeled. They're all paid charter buses. Look at that, bro. Here's the black SUVs up front, and let's wait till you see who leads it. Wow, they freaking brought damn Antifa here. They escorted them here. You literally. got to be lights flashing. You got to be effing kidding me. Lights flashing. Patriots, are you guys watching this? You guys share this video, please. You got to be kidding me on video. I watched him do it. Hell no, bro. So that video I've shown, like I said, a few times, and I haven't seen it elsewhere. Uh, we know now that, you know, you can see that that was filmed at that time. I did show it. Matter of fact, I used to do a podcast years ago when uh, Obama was in office, and I stopped for a while. And it was January 6th that got me into it again, and where I really took off. And, and there's a story behind that that I won't bore you with right now, but um so that video you know when that first was out right at you know everybody's like oh that can't have that was you know it was all a lie and you know the the trump supporters this and the trump supporters that well now we know it really was the reichstag fire it was the american version of the reichstag fire and we're only going to find that out more and more and there's a lot of new propaganda coming out because it's you know 2024 elections coming out and of course but we all know better 
And anybody who you know has some common sense can do a little bit of research and find out for themselves. So there's one more video, and this video just basically shows that, you know, here you are, you're in this large crowd, you've never probably, the great majority, have never been to D.C. before. Then you have police moving barricade and waving you in, and then, you know, this takes place, this video takes place after that, so that when they're coming in, and I do have the video, the other one is just long, I didn't decide not to show it. So this one, though, they're coming into the building, and who's lining the halls really not saying a word or trying to stop them? Capitol Police, right? We'll take a look. Okay, so you get the idea. I mean, we saw a bunch of video, and again, you go back to Tucker Carlson, and I, I don't mention him a lot on my show, but you know, he's the guy who's who got the who got the uh, the footage and aired some of it, and of course, you know, I think that probably contributed to what's happened to him now as well. But um, man, the, the, they expect you to believe this, and the the, the media right now, who if you do some reading in history, the actually Goebbels. Uh, who was in uh, Joseph Goebbels? Who was in char charge of propaganda for Nazi Germany? He actually looked to the Woodrow administration. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, who was um, the <laughs> chief architect of, of segregation and the first, you know, the, the first idea of a national government. And and uh, boy, what a disaster! The first really radical, progressive, worthless president uh was uh was Woodrow Wilson. So um so the question bear that uh, bears asking is how do we get here? How do we get here and who could have predicted this? And I'm going to show you um actually just let you listen to uh a radio spot that Paul Harvey did and if you've been following the show or if you're a patriot you've probably heard this before but listen listen to exactly the issues he's talking about and what's going to result from them. Um so, again, this is Paul Harvey. I think it's 1965 or 1967 around there. Someone maybe can comment and tell me when that was for sure. Um, but anyway, here you go. If I were the devil, I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd submit the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in 
How to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect the discipline of oceans, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. What are you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun. But what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public. And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. So I listened to Paul Harvey as a kid. It was always, um, in the summers anyway, it was always on lunch hours and stuff. And um, even as a kid, I mean, he had some very striking things that I remember him saying. And that one, to me, it just so perfectly predicted this the situation that we're in. So if you have comments about that, um, you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. That's redbloodedpatriots with an S at protonmail.com. Before I take a quick break, if you are on Frank Social, if you aren't, go there and get on there because it's a great platform and more and more is happening there. They're expanding their features. They're about to come out with the direct messaging feature, which I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but <laughs> but uh, anyway, they they I love them because they literally do. Um, you know, I've got the text number, phone number. So if I think, hey, this this feature is cool, or I'd like to see this or that, I do that and I get a response like right away. And they just really are working hard for uh, an, a social app that works for you. So on Frank Social, I'm on several others, but on Frank Social, I have extra, a premium edition, if you will, where you get access to monthly Q&A. Um, Zoom call, I'll be on a Zoom call with you. You know, we can talk back and forth. You can um, support me, call me crazy, whatever you want. Then I have some subscriber-only stuff, uh, stories-wise, behind-the-scenes stuff. Early views for uh, documentaries and um, and uh, you know other projects that that uh, are coming out and invitations, early invitations to uh, some of the things that are come up that I'll that I'll explain uh, after the break. But so if you haven't got Frank Social yet, I I would check it out. 
and strongly urge you to get it because it really is one of the best that's out there and they have a lot of neat features and it's only growing so take a break and be right back After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media.
coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. No unicorns, no rainbows. So Ram TV, RamTV.live. Uh, check it out. Those folks over there, Juan is an amazing veteran who uh, put together this channel. He's got a lot of good shows on there. My show actually over there airs on Mondays, so you can check that check that out. Um, also, they're going to show Breaking the Oath on there, and we're working that out if that's going to be live or, or what we're doing there. But uh, Okay, before we go on, Kirk Elliott. Kirk Elliott uh, can give you your, the financial advice that you need. He has... A lot of a lot of wisdom, a lot of guys that he has on there, a lot of gals that he has on there, talking about the financial mess that our country's in, and of course, investing in gold and silver is, is always a good idea. But there's a lot uh, a lot of free information there that uh, I encourage you to check it out. And uh, if you go to kirkelliotphd.com, that's Kirk Elliot, that's two L's and two T's, phd.com/slash/thepatriotreview/slash, put that last slash in there. Um, you will go to my page and you'll see a terrible picture of me and you'll be able to go on your journey and find out some information on whether or not you want to invest. So I encourage you to check that out. The other sponsor that I have is uh, Dr. Sherwood, who has uh, Kingdom Fuel and many other supplements. It's not just that, but um, you can go check his site out. And my affiliate site is sherwood.tv slash TPR. So I mentioned that, you know, Breaking the Oath came out, and um, this picture is a, pic- a picture of the cast, and an amazing group of people who are standing up at personal, you know, at personal risk, uh, risk of career, risk of, you know, the FBI pounding down their door. Who knows? You know, they pound down the doors of, of moms who use naughty words in school board meetings, so who, who, would, who can say? But um, so Breaking the Oath came out. Now, last week... Sunday, a week ago, we had uh, the premiere of Breaking the Oath at a theater here in the Green Bay area, in De Pere, actually. And um, got, I'll, I tell you what, the response was great. Um, the documentary is not just about COVID. It's about where we find ourselves and how it parallels to history that has come before us. And given the theme of this song, of this uh, show, you, you can probably relate those two things. But... Um, it was awesome. The the crowd was awesome. We spent about 45 minutes ask, uh, answering questions after that. And then we had, I'll put a link to this in the description. Then we had a, uh, uh, a, a video call or a webinar, if you will, on Monday night. And that, other than the, the technical glitches that, you know, are, seem to always plague, plague you, especially if you're <laughs> on this side of the fence, I think, um, it went very well. We had a lot of good exchange. And uh, Vera Sharav, who's in the film, is a Holocaust survivor. She had a lot of really great things to say, and everybody did. But uh, I think given her background, a lot of people were really interested in her take on all this. So so um, that went very well. And I encourage you, if you haven't seen Breaking the Oath, you can go to AmericaFirstProductions.com. That is the, the website. You can um, also check out 
the director's edition, and that is $29.99. If you use America First, use that America First as a coupon code, you'll save $10, bucks, so $19.99. And you will get um, the documentary in a downloadable version. It's the same version that's free, but you can download it. And then you'll get extended interviews. So there's a lot more content there that, of course, uh, you know, you, you whittle down and fit it together and piece it together when you produce a film. But there's a lot of truth bombs in there that, um, you know, aren't part of the film. So you get that, all of that. And then I will be adding a um, director's, kind of a director's scene, um, you know, scene behind the scenes type of thing where I'll talk to you about really the building of this film and, and everything that went into it and and all those sorts of things. So please do check that out. So I wanted to show another video here. And I've got a list of videos. So I always do this. I, I list down exactly what I should be doing and, and everything. So this video is, um, um, I don't know how long, four minutes maybe? But it's 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 about um, Breaking the Oath. And it's an interview Scott and I were on. And there's several more that we're doing of these. But uh, there's some interesting questions in here, so I want to just show this, and I might just interrupt it because I'm running short on time. But here we go. So this is a document. So this is a document that originally I got from David Sorensen, StopTheWorld.com. It's an excellent website. It, this is a, a, a document that I think would be very beneficial for any viewer who's going to watch Breaking the Oath, or anybody who just is shaking their head no, and and you know being skeptical about what we're talking about. This document shows you the history and it, it provides the proof that you need to really come to an understanding that what we're talking about is really happening. This document is the equivalent to Mein Kampf was, if only the Germans would have taken that seriously when he said he was going to kill all the Jews, right? This document shows that this whole situation that we find ourselves in today is deliberate, it's planned, and it's being executed and the whole COVID thing, the vaccine, all that is, they're just spider web, uh, spider web strands and overall web that includes all kinds of other things like the environmentalism and how, how uh, you know, crushing what they want to do to our societies in the name of, you know, environmental fascism, basically. So mm -hmm. that document has 120 individual links that, that source everything that's said in there. And it's just indisputable it's evidence and you can go to the website america first productions and go to breaking the oath and you'll see under breaking the oath you'll see evidence and you can download that document yep yep uh and we've done quite a few blood money episodes for anybody out there that has even a smidget of doubt you should watch some of these doctors talk about what has happened to our population because it is without a doubt population controlled it's holocaust genocide frankly the worst uh, genocide or holocaust in the history of humankind there's never been numbers of this kind i mean we're talking about seven million but when you talk about all these people dying because of the jab uh the buildup of spike proteins you know heart attacks creeping up a year two three years later i mean we're gonna we're looking at like billion plus uh this is the this is the biggest threat that mankind has ever had. This ever. is global genocide. Yeah. This isn't genocide in Nazi Germany. This isn't genocide in the Soviet Union. This is global genocide, and it's being done. And they'll tell you right in, in the documents of World Economic Forum, they say they want to get the population down to 500 million or less. 
Mm-hmm. It's also in the Guidestones in Georgia, if you've ever heard of the Guidestones. That's yep. number one on their list, is maintain a population of 500 million people. Yep. So that means yep. seven and a half billion of us. Yeah, seven and a half billion people. Wow. Um, you know, Jeff, this hasn't been an easy process for you, because while you've been making this documentary, I mean, you've had uh, health issues. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the process of making this documentary uh, and some of the challenges that you're dealing with just on a personal level to see you through? Well, you know, I, I, I originally I was in corporate America, as I was talking to you before the show here. And in 2019, I got diagnosed with um, a disease called interstitial cystitis. It's a disease that, you know, 99% of the people that have it are female. So I'm the lucky 1% male who uh, all the treatments are not made for. And it's, it's kind of like uh, having a severe bladder infection all the time. Wow. So pain is, pain is a constant everyday thing for me. And um, that said, I still view that as a blessing because that was given to me by God so that I could do this. And that's the truth of it. This mm-hmm. slowed me down. This really, that is the part I wanted to get to. So that is the truth about me. And um, what can I say? I, you know, I was blessed to be put in this situation. Uh, for those of you that are new viewers, I, I've told uh, my viewers before that when I went down to uh, Missouri for, um, uh, Mike Lindell's event down there, Moment of Truth. Um, twelve hundred of us, twelve hundred content creators sitting around the table, you know, and telling stories. And you would you would have been amazed at how many describe their journey in life and how they suddenly take this sharp turn and they're going down this road doing this stuff. And um, for me, it's been awesome. I'm you know it's something I really believe in. I'm passionate about. So so so. Them Miller was great. Blood Money was great. Scott is always great. If you haven't seen him interview, I've had him on my show before, and we're doing interviews together left and right. So there's plenty out there, material to find um, of us. And, of course, you can see the whole story by watching Breaking the Oath. Um, all right, so that's that, those two things. I wanted to just take a quick break here, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to go into um, – Memorial Day. Actually, you know what? I'm going to skip the break because we don't have a lot of time. So, <clears throat> as I mentioned at the top of the hour, Memorial Day, we're, you know, we used to have a president who couldn't keep Memorial Day and Veterans Day straight, if you remember that, called the, the Navy Corpsman. I didn't pronounce the word right. Um, and at that point in time, I'm like, oh my God, you know, can it get any worse? And the answer is yes. Uh, we've got a bigger clown now who, you know, who, doesn't know the meanings of the, the meaning of the words that are on your screen over here in this flag, um, and um, you know it's it's uh, it's just it's it's sad to see, but it's not it's not you know something that we can't can't come back from. And so I want to talk about Memorial Day and what it should mean. I put together a video a while ago that uh, I've shown a couple times, and the title of the video is uh, "If Not Us, Then Who." And I'll be back right after this. It's just one of those things that makes you makes you think about things. So
Trump has just been impeached on both Article the, 1. That's better. So that film, obviously, you know, it shows different um, different battles and stuff. But um, Mark Levin had describes this um, in the best terms, and not just about soldiers, but uh, but us too, our our lives. And when you think about it, the way he says it is that what these people are doing right now and what soldiers do when they go away and they fight somewhere, uh, you know, they're giving a piece of their life. They're giving time, time they'll never get back. That piece of their life is gone. And in Memorial Day, we remember those people that never got a chance to have something else. Young, young people, of course. But when you think about it in that context, that just like your your dollar, you know, that you work for and that you spend is exchanging part of your life for whatever, a 12-pack of whatever, um, you know, dealing with these fascists and what they're doing to our country today, really you can draw a lot of similarities to being on the battlefield. The propaganda that's coming out that's painting us you know, we are the modern-day World War II Japanese. You know, the patriots, the people who believe in the Constitution, they're painting us as the enemy when they're the ones who are taking down the country and all of Western civilization, I should add. So when you think about it in the terms of <laughs> this is taking your life, it really is taking your life, um, you, you come to this conclusion that there's there's nothing that you can do but do something right so you have to do something and then they keep us busy with all kinds of nonsense where you know they do stuff like this where it's just uh you know again destroying our society and attacking us and we got the military under attack you know we're looking at this um which i may use for a video cover someday because it's just that ridiculous um but we have heroes and and we have people who have exchange that time that I mentioned and today is for casualties but there are also people who are for casualties who are alive and that is this guy here the guy who is homeless on the streets who maybe has a drug addiction or you know has other problems because of directly related to his his experience fighting for your freedom and my freedom so I ran across something you know that I, I really liked and it's a it's a short video of a police officer, and um, I got to give him a lot of credit. I just wanted to show this for you because it's something positive. Mr. Snyder on a traffic stop. He's pulled over a vehicle for expired tags and has multiple occupants. Back there for me. He's uh, suspended and everything. Okay. Gave me somebody else's idea. Well, first. no, that's my wife. Oh, that's the right there. The other guy's in a That's my wife. Room. What else going on inside your pants? <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? You got stuff over here that I can clearly see it through your pants. Yeah, he just searched me. There's not going to be any drugs in the car, is there? Huh? What if I told you I'm looking at drugs right now? Officer Ross? Yeah. Not his jacket. It's not his jacket? No, Whose jacket is it? This is his sister's car. She is. But it's your pockets, right? See? 
I'm cold. I'm old. I'm about to pee on myself. I grabbed it out of the back seat. Look. You got this out of there, too? Oh, come on. Tell me what's going on, man. I don't know. Doug's a good dude, man. But he has meth in his pocket. He has meth in his pocket, and he's saying it's not his jacket. I can't tell you how many times people tell me these aren't my pants. Get that once. Dude, no kidding. I get that once a week. The driver has an outstanding felony warrant out of Lincoln County, so he'll be going to jail today. Come on, man. I'll I'll walk with you. All right. The elderly gentleman, we're going to let him go for his uh, for his part in all this. He has stage four bone cancer, lung cancer, and all kinds of things going on. I can't tell you how much I want you to stop doing that, those drugs, man. You still got something to offer people, all right? I'm talking to you. You're intelligent. You got stories to share. You got history to share. Man, don't let that dope take that away from you. You, you, you still, you use still have it, value. Use it for people who need it. No. If, if you need pain management, medical marijuana is out there for you, all right? But meth, that's not helping you. You might be right. I have no idea because right. I have a yeah. mess with weed. Well, it's, be, it's better for, it's, it's less damaging yeah, than meth. You have other ways to. Because that meth will burn what's left of your life up, life up, all right? It's some horrible, horrible stuff. I'm not opposed to anything that'll work for this. All right. Hey, brother, good luck, all right? So, my partner's going to give him a ride. <sighs> so, uh, <sighs> I became a cop because uh, my brother went off to the military and came back uh, uh, hooked on drugs. Excuse <laughs> me. He reminds me of a brother. <laughs> so I uh, take help me to talk to him. <laughs> Poor guy's dying. So my brother, uh, he came back uh, uh, hooked on drugs and, and he got killed because of his uh, addiction. And uh, that's why I'm a cop today. So I uh, really feel sorry for the guy. Just want to give him a few minutes of. Uh, Talk to somebody that would listen to him. Uh, yeah. So to me, that was that was awesome. I mean, that is the real truth. Probably the majority of the police that are out there are like this guy. Maybe don't have the same background, but we sure do need to think about the the walking lost, if you will, the walking dead. Not to use the zombie movie uh, thing, but show show thing, but. Uh, you know these guys who come back who um you know who have really not regained to that time that I was talking about so what does the media do i mentioned the propaganda you know now you know it's memorial day weekend so better hop on the bandwagon here a hoax story about migrants replacing homeless veterans go vi- goes viral fact check you know and then right below that here's the video of uh this i think he's a cuban immigrant and you know, talking about uh, yeah, his first experiences in the U.S. and really supporting the open borders and all this nonsense. So um, we got a long way to go, and there's no doubt about that. But um, why I think we're having such an identity crisis is because we see this kind of stuff going around us. 
when we're used to what I'm going to go out with, which is a really cool video that um, I found and have shown once before. But because uh, this is the America that we used to have and the, the America we're fighting for. So all you police officers out there, be like that guy. Refuse to do things like the cops on January 6th did, beating people to death and shooting people, without warning them, by the way. Because um, we're pissed about it. And, um, you know, it, we're not like the left. We don't go out and burn buildings, but we're not going to we're not gonna tolerate it any, anymore. And we're going to address things through legal means and through our voices. So that's the case of it. So next week, I'll be back for another episode. I want to go out, as I said, with uh, this video. And um, I wish you all a very safe and happy Memorial Day. God bless you all. God bless your veterans, and God bless those who lost their lives for this great country. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth.